Welcome to Women Who Love and Lead, the podcast with Chanel and Rena. One thing we know for sure, women have a story to tell and a purpose to fulfill. She's a woman of many roles, many experiences, and yes, she's on a mission. She's a woman who loves and leads. You all are about to meet an amazing mom, a dope woman who is going to share an intimate part of her life with us. As women and moms, it's easy for us to pour everything we have into others, our kids, our relationship, work, whatever it is. Rena Goodman knows this story all too well. I'm sure you can relate. Rena is going to take us on a journey with her as she discovered self and learned to finally focus on what makes her happy. You don't want to miss this one. And so I wanted to introduce to you all our guest. Uh, she's a good friend of mine. We've known each other for like, what, 20 something years? Yes. Yeah. Uh, seventh, seventh grade. Seventh grade. <laughs> wow. And what? I'm now 37. How old are you? If you want I'm to share your 39. Age. Yeah. Right. What's her age? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But so this is um, Rena Goodman. So she is one of our, um, our guest speakers on the podcast that like we're just truly I'm excited and I'm truly honored that she is willing to um, be vulnerable. <laughs> and share her story with us, with me, with you all. So, Raina, obviously I know you. So I know (laughs) you're a mom. You're a woman of many roles. Um, I know your kids keep you busy. You got a daughter in college who runs track. You got a little son who keeps you busy, and you have a husband, and you have a career. It's crazy because regardless of how long you know someone, you don't always realize, I guess, the struggles and the things that they're dealing with until mm-hmm. you really start to have like those deep conversations. So again, we were on the phone the other day and we were talking about a few different things. And one of the things that came up in the conversation was just some of the struggles that you were having. Um, so let's talk yes. about that. Okay. So cool. let's talk about, tell me about... <laughs> Let's, you know, let's start with the struggles. Tell me about a struggle um, that you had in being, you know, a wife, a mom, in a blended family. Like, tell me about how that affected you. Making sure that I was available to the children, my husband, including myself. So that puts, that put a, a good strain on me, but didn't realize what it was until recently. Trying to make sure everybody was okay, but leaving myself behind. Um, And until I realized that I was leaving myself behind because I was putting everybody else forward. Um, But then I had to take a step back saying that since I wasn't taking care of myself, that was making it worse. You had mentioned that um, it took a strain on you emotionally. So what did that look like for you? I felt like my body was deteriorating, um, meaning I was tired, body aches. I wasn't eating properly. Um, I wasn't taking the time to heal myself um, with all the different things that I had gone, have gone on and had gone on. So once I took that step back and realized what it was doing to me, 
I had to adjust. I have to make everybody else accountable and not just myself. Um, so that was an emotion that I had to really put out there and be okay with um, that decision. Things have turned around. Things have really, really turned around so it's not as a, a burden or dysfunction. So you said two different words. You said burden and you said mm-hmm. dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you to tell me more. So what does that mean? So you're saying it was a burden. I didn't want um, nobody to feel that they were doing more, more than. So I'll say, I'll give you an example. Um, my husband and I had a discussion and it was more so um, him feeling that he took on more than I did and feeling like he's doing this or I'm doing that. I felt like I was being a burden to my husband, which I shouldn't have felt that way. But that's how I felt from the conversation that we had had about the responsibilities um, we each thought we should have. So I know just, you know, being a mom, you know, myself for mm-hmm. um, 20, 20 years now, it's crazy, um, for 20 yeah, years right? now, <laughs> since high school, and um, and then also being in the same relationship um, since high school, but actually married mm-hmm. going on seven years now, like, I can understand how that feels to, even though, you know, you should have this, you know, this great um relationship with your counterpart with your husband with your spouse mm-hmm. with your you know your partner whatever but sometimes like I just understand that especially as a woman because we take on so much yes yeah you know we take on so much um sometimes to the point to where um we literally will run ourselves into the ground you said feel like that um if we ask for help now that brings on an issue of you're feeling like that, okay, you know, I, I'm going to be a burden because I'm asking for help because I know mm-hmm. all of the other responsibilities that my husband or whoever may have in mm-hmm. addition to what I'm asking for. You mentioned forgetting about yourself. So yes. I want to understand more. I think that's something that's very common and very relatable. How did that feel? What did that look like? Me doing anything and everything for everybody making sure the kids get to practice, making sure they're up on time in the morning, making sure that they're get to them from the doctors. Um, just everyday life with anything you can think of possibly that happen with kids. We all know that an emergency can happen with our kids and we got to drop everything we doing to make sure that, you know, our kids are taken care of. Um, making sure dinner is ready for your family, making sure your house is clean. Um, at work, making sure your tasks are done on time, making sure everything is in line, making sure you're intertwining with um, a lot of different people with hiring and orientations and making sure all those things is crossed, dotted and crossed. And we also deal with um, a community aspect, making sure those programs run, a summer feeding program, making sure that um, children eat breakfast and lunch on time so we serve meals making sure my co-workers get what they need to a point where if they can't figure something out they're calling me so it's like not only do you hear mom 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 you hear rena 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 
So you're just, I'm just constantly moving, constantly shaking and baking, making sure everybody else's needs. And my biggest problem that I had to learn to say no, saying that I'm not capable of doing X, Y, and Z, or I can help you later. Or it was beginning to be me dropping everything that I was doing to get my work done or uh, rest time for me or five minutes to myself, stopping and making sure everybody else is taken care of. So what I hear is, you know, like I get, again, something that's super Mm -hmm. common is that there are so many people who depend on you. Mm -hmm. You know, you Mm -hmm. have so many responsibilities, so many people who depend on you to, uh, to be able to meet their needs, Mm -hmm. but it was interfering with you being able to meet your own needs. Correct. Correct. You know, your, Mm -hmm. um, your, your, maybe possibly even your health, you know, your health needs. So when you Mm -hmm. said that you got to a point, because again, like I said, I, you know, I've known you for a long time. Yeah. I know, Mm -hmm. like, I know your heart and I know just how compassionate you are and how selfless you are, you know, to other human Mm -hmm. beings. So getting to a point to where you had to learn to say no, how was that for you? (laughs) Um, you know what? Once, uh, that's so funny because (laughs) it was a relief. It felt Mm. so good to finally be be able, not to say no, but to be able to say no and Mm. it not um, hurt to say no. So Mm. what I mean by that is you you can say, no, I can't do that right now. Or... No, we'll get to it later. Yeah, I can help you. But to finally say a firm no, like, mm. no, I, th- that's not my job. Or no, you can, you can handle it. You're at a certain age, like with the kids, you're at a certain age that you can do it. So when I got that firm no, I was like, oh, I can do this. That <laughs> felt so good. <laughs> like, it don't hurt. You know, before it was like a disappointment, like, dang, if I don't do it, I'm going, I'm letting them down. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that. But when I gave that firm one and they was like, oh, okay. That's all it took was, oh, okay. You like, I should do that more often. Like, so (laughs) it became comfortable. It became Mm. like, Yo, you you are, if you need some assistance, if it's something that you really can't do, yeah, I can help you with that. But to take the whole task and run with it, no, I can't do that no more. You know, so mm-hmm. it it was a lot of weight lifted off once mm-hmm. I learned how to really say no. Um, and that became something easy to say, even in my household with my family telling them, no, mommy can't always do it some way, somehow, I might not always be around you or be here to help you do it. So you have to learn how to do it. Like I said, I can assist you in many, many ways when you need that help. But when I was able to do that, I wasn't, it was like a stress reliever. It was like, I I broke the chain and it was like, I'm I'm running from there. Um, There was my word. There was no fear. After me learning how to say no, it was, it was a lot of weight lifted. Definitely was, but that's what it, that's what it, 
I think that's what that's what was in the mold. That's what broke it. So let me ask you this too, um, mm-hmm. because you know, again, you know, we're talking about just some of the struggles that you you know you've had um, mm-hmm. with learning to um, adjust. Um, I've learned to um, not hold things in anymore. That makes me feel so much better because for myself, that's another thing. I, I guess I felt like. Um, I do a lot as whole, a lot of things in and wait until it boils over. And then it just turns into this massive explosion and everything from that explosion doesn't get resolved. Um, so I found out that it is okay when something happens at that moment to talk about it, to say, you know what, I'm taking me time. Y'all can get mad at it if you want, but I'm, I'm taking me time. I'm okay now with myself taking me time, taking my time to collect my thoughts, cleanse myself, uh, whatever it may be. It could be just five minutes sitting in my car. It can be um, me saying, I got to go to the store. No, I'm going, well, I got to go to no store. I'm just getting out. <laughs> I'm just getting Girl. out the house. Girl, <laughs> there's days where I volunteer to go to the store. Yes, yes. I will go. You're like, I'll be back. What you need on that list? Yep, I'll make sure I go to X, Y, Z. And then probably throw another couple, you know, places or stops in there just to be like, all right, I was gone. And it might not be all day. It could be even an hour or so. And it don't take much just for me to walk away. I think it was, it was actually a few months ago. I felt I was in this fall and I was just like, I, I I couldn't shake it. And I was like, I got to go. And I'm talking to myself and I'm like, no, you can't go. You know, the kids ain't going to eat. You know, the house is going to be a mess. You know, all this other stuff that I do every day on a regular basis. And I had to stop and say, wait a minute. They got a dad. They ain't by themselves. And (laughs) I booked the hotel room, y'all. Booked the hotel room and said, I'll be back. I'll see y'all tomorrow. They looked at me and was like, where are you going? I said, I'm going to the hotel. <laughs> they was like, for what? I was like, to get a peace of mind. I just, I said, I just need a night. I'll be back. The kid was calling and texting like, mom, you really went to a hotel? Why don't you take me with you? Because <laughs> I needed just my time. Um, the husband was looking at me like I was crazy. Like, what's going on? This this me time. You good? You sure you alright? I said I'll be alright. Came home the next day, and it was like I should do that more often. Not go not to the hotel more often, but just have personal time by myself more often. And that was such a beautiful release. Taking care of myself makes you so much better <laughs> all the way around for whatever situation you possibly go through because you do get lost and don't realize you get lost. We're so constantly with this everyday moving, everyday doing whatever, doing your routine. And right now, it's funny, I was just talking um, to a coworker about how I love what we're in, even though it's an uncertain time that we're in, but I'm enjoying the quarantine time because I'm not ripping and running. I'm not doing this for this person or I'm helping that person. I'm actually getting time 
to myself, by myself, um, and still enjoying my family at the same time because we're all together um, at one time. We're not at a practice. We're not at a state somewhere. Um, my husband ain't, you know, he's working as well, but he's not crazy busy like he used to be. Um, we can actually have a meal together and be okay and be comfortable in each other's spaces. So I'm, I'm loving that fact. And you find more out about yourself when you get some quiet time, when you got time to think. And I'm loving that because I, I get to find, I get to find me again. I get to find, I get to enjoy things I like to do on the side. Um, coming down to crafting or coming down to creating something. Um, I get to be hands-on with that, not put it off to the side. It's so funny. I always laugh because this is a well-kept secret. I don't know how many people know, but Growing up, I wanted to be a pastry chef. I loved to bake, wanted to bake and um, create this, create things. So I figured baking, I could create all different types of things. Um, but I moved it to my hobbies, gift bags, candles, whatever it may be. But that relieves my stress. And being able to get back to that, being creative in any kind of way, is beautiful. It's so healing and therapeutic. I really think that's what I needed to find again, was find what made me happy or what makes me happy so I can be that person for whoever at that moment. So I'll ask you this, um, and I'm glad that you actually went into that because um, what I was going to ask you as we wrap it up is Mm -hmm. Just based off of this experience, based off of, you know, just even just this small part of your story, like, what do you feel your purpose is? And I think you started to touch on it, but I just wanted to make sure that I threw that in there because, you know, I want our listeners to know that this is what you're talking about now. You're talking about how your story, you know, just really um, evolved and how you've grown through it. And then East, and then even also with just with the current times as well just really um, learning more about who you are um, because it's so easy for us to get lost in um, everyone else. And mm-hmm. that kind of begins to like define who we are, unfortunately. Yeah. So now you're at a, you're at a place of, you know, um, redefining yourself, evolving mm-hmm. um, into what you believe your purpose is right now. So what do you, so what do you feel in your heart is that right now? Um, just because I am a people person and you know how I am, I'm a giving, my heart is so huge. I will do anything. I believe my purpose is to help, help others that can't help themselves, but at the same time can't get lost in that. Um, because I wouldn't be no good to others if I can't make sure I'm okay. Um, healing, but I believe my my purpose and passion is giving, helping. Um, It makes me feel good um, when I'm able to do that. That's perfect. Um, Like for years, um, and that's actually one of the posts that's going to be coming out this week is just what your purpose is for years. I tried to answer that question. And Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be, you know, to the point where I even like, all right, God, like, tell me what my purpose is like. I wanted the answer to be, oh, I need you to do X, Y, and Z. But at the end of the day, our purpose is, like you said, it's about being able to give to others to bring them joy. Now, whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like, you know, based on your talents and your gifts and your creativity, 
you know, that's up to us um, to, to uh, decide is what I really believe that, you know, we kind of um, learn from our stories. Is that what our, mm-hmm. that's what our true purpose is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, I'd love to pass that on to, to somebody else. Um, it could be by somebody struggling and need a job, me being able to, or being in that position to give them some, some type of comfort or some type of joy. We are a grab and go site at my office where people that need food for COVID-19. I uh, called a lady that was in need of food and um, when she answered the phone, she said she was surprised that I had um, called. She was just praying and wondering um, about how she was going to get her family food. She was wondering if she's going to get her stimulus check to provide for her family. And I called her with this great news about giving her food. And she was so excited and ecstatic about that. But that is my purpose, is to make sure everybody is is good. They're, they're bring them joy. Um, I wasn't expecting her to say that, but I was thankful and happy that I was in a position to help her and give her what she needed. Um, just as a woman, a mom, a wife, just to provide for her. And I think that something like that, like, especially at this time, you know, we take things so for granted and the fact Mm -hmm. that someone showed you so much gratitude just for you helping them meet a basic need yes you know what i'm saying just goes mm-hmm. to show how we need to do better you know especially in terms of just the gratitude that we have just for this the little things that's dope you know um this yeah. is definitely um you know raising people's you know awareness just around you know, things that we need to, um, you know, to do better at, and especially when it comes to connecting with people too. So if there was one piece of um, advice that you can give to any woman who has a lot of roles, who's wearing a lot of hats, what would that be? It would be take take one day at a time. It's not a race. Um, just take your time. Their decisions are going to flow. The decisions are going to come. But I say take your time. Even if you got to step away and go back, take your time. It will, it will come. It will not become easy because nothing is going to be easy. Um, you're going to have more difficult um, than easy, but just make it as normal as possible and take your time. And I think something is super important that you said, though. You said it's not going to be easy. It's actually maybe more challenging. But one thing that you said about yourself that you learned is that you realized how much stronger you were than what you thought. So mm-hmm. although, you know, we know that we're going to experience, you know, adversity and things like that, at the end of the day, we are a lot stronger than what we realize or what we think. You know what I'm saying? We're very resilient, you know? Yes. We we think that, um, or at least for me, I'll say that it was going to break me if I continued that way. And it mm-hmm. didn't break me. It made me say, oh, I got this. It, it did definitely make me stronger. Mm-hmm. I felt if I, um, I guess what it gave in or didn't give in, it was just going to break or crush, crush me altogether. And I was letting people, everybody around me down, but it, it didn't. And that was a great feeling that it, it is what it is. And I'm okay with dealing with whatever comes my way now with it. Well, I appreciate your time. 
I appreciate your vulnerability. I appreciate your authenticity. I appreciate the fact that you were willing to um, share your story, especially now. There's going to be, I, you know, in my opinion, tons of people who are going to be inspired by your story, who are going to be encouraged by your story, and who are going to be empowered to um, want to share their story um, and to um, really help others do the same. So thank you, Raina. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, it was awesome. This was definitely awesome. It was definitely dope just to empower each other. And thank you for listening to my story. Told you didn't want to miss this one. Rena took us on her journey of discovering her voice and redefining self. Be inspired, encouraged, and empowered. This is Women Who Love and Lead, the podcast with Chanel and Rena. Remember, love and live intentionally. Check us out at www.womenloveandlead.com.